How many of you have big things that you want to do or you want to see happen and they haven't happened yet? That's what we're talking about today on Unbroken. Do you have a not so perfect life? I mean, we may look like we have it all together, but the truth is we all have stuff. Unbroken provides a brave space where we women can take off the mask, share our secret struggles and our secrets to success. Unbroken, doing life better together. A delayed dream is not a denied dream. And I am Janae. I'm a wife, a mom, television producer, personality, entrepreneur, and I am joined by my right hand, left hand, really every hand <laughs> producer and friend, Galen Brugan. Hi, Galen. Hey, Janae. today. Great. And Galen and I are so excited because the first episode of season one of Unbroken with Janae airs Monday in Dallas-Fort Worth. It just aired on Saturday in Texoma, and we are coming to multiple markets soon. Um, and this has been really a labor of love and something that has been in the works for many, many years. And Galen came alongside in April, I believe it was, right, Galen? March, April. Yep. Yep. And Galen, what was it about this movement? Because while the television series is airing this week, this is part of a much bigger mission, which is creating this brave, supportive community for women that includes television, um, a mobile vehicle that we're picking up today, and then also an app where we can connect regardless of where we are. So Galen, what, what was it about this that resonated with you that caused you to say, yes, I'm jumping on board? For me personally, um, really inspiring people to do what inspires them. And encouraging them to do those things. Um, stepped away from corporate and stepping out in faith and walking that out. You and I connected, like you said, late March, early April. And we talked about what your mission was, which is very women specific. But for me, it spoke to me because it is people, human, seeing people and helping them to step into who God created them to be. So while it's women... I, it's just amazing. And your passion for women in the 15 years you've spent growing this, it was just the perfect time that God brought us together to to really take this to the world. So, yeah, well, I am so grateful for you and all the other women who are jumping on board. And if you love what we're doing, guess what? We need help. <laughs> we There are, though, Work is plenty, but the workers are few. And really, as we think about creating this global brand, I can't even think um, global right now because we are so focused on the next right thing. However, we do see a big vision for this. But today, we just want to encourage you, and Galen mentioned faith. And as we're looking at episode one, 
you're going to see in that women who have taken big leaps of faith. Dr. Cheryl Action Jackson started with two cans of corn. And I'm not going to tell you the rest of her story, but she has now gone huge and she's not done yet. And faith, when you hear faith, Galen, what does that mean to you? Faith is the dream and the vision that is on my heart and knowing that I can bring that into fruition by speaking it, by thinking it, by taking the next right step, taking that next action and just moving. Confidence comes later. You don't have confidence when you step out in faith, usually at the front. But once you start walking that out, there's pieces of encouragement. Things come to fruition and then that confidence builds. And then you can just keep performing. So really stepping out in faith is knowing that there is something bigger than you. For me, it's God. And I can do all things through him. And he gives me strength when I am weak. And when I'm weak, he gets to show more. How about you? What does faith mean to you? Faith is confidence, like you just said, in things that we hope for, but we don't see. In 2006, seven, around that time period, I was making a lot of changes in my life. Oh, much needed changes. I was a hot mess back then. Um, but as I was making these changes, and um, for me, it was learning what it looked like to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And um, that was a slow process for me to understand what it means to grow in Christ. But back then, in those early years, um, being a new, really, believer, I had known Christ, but not a personal relationship with Christ. Um, And being a new believer, I just saw so much need. I and the need was there all along. I just think that back then it was the first time that I actually opened my eyes, got off of myself to recognize the needs in the community. And I started thinking, you know, what would it look like if you could just have a vehicle and go around and meet these needs And then also highlight people, other people who are meeting the needs of people in their communities, in their circles. And so that's when this idea for 50 states in 30 days was born. Um, And I say that because (laughs) so many years ago. And yet today I am picking up a pink bus. which is just crazy. I know it's so exciting. Y'all are not going to miss it. And it's very overwhelming um, to be quite candid. I think that for me, I'm not afraid of failure because I have fallen so many times. And as a female entrepreneur, you learn to pick yourself up. But this success and things actually coming to fruition, it's a little weird for me. And Yesterday, spirit of transparency here, because that's what we're about. I told Galen, like, I'm struggling with physical anxiety. I felt my heart racing. Um, I found myself just losing focus. And I realized that faith, um, faith is that confidence. Faith is also, um, for me, just 
taking that next right step, knowing, like Galen said, the cat, the confidence will come later. For me, I'm also believing that the cash will come later. <laughs> Galen, you're laughing. Why are you laughing? Um, <clears throat> I too have multiple experiences with having to have patience and let things come in God's time and not in my time, releasing control of all of the pieces. Um, I too have experienced anxiety and what's going to happen, what's going to happen. And then when things start to come together, it's like, oh my God, they're coming together. Now what? Um, and I think it's really great that you and I have the relationship that we have because we can talk through those feelings, validate them for each other. Cause we do, it's a two way street. Um, and really try to stay in the present. What are we doing? What's the next right step? Cause you and I've talked about it before. Often when we get that anxiety, it's because we're worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And will we be able to fill, fulfill whatever that is tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And all we can do is dream, take that next right step, spur each other on, and it will come in God's time, not ours. So yeah, how'd you feel after we chatted with your anxiety? <laughs> I, well, last night, so at the end of every day, my family, we do, what are we thankful for? What are we proud of? And what I was proud of and thankful for yesterday, I was proud of not trying to numb my anxiety. So that's something I've done in the past. Um, whether it be through exercise or even there was a time years ago, 20 plus years ago that I probably would have taken something to help with my anxiety. And I'm certainly not judging anyone who, um, is on medication at all. I'm just saying that for me yesterday, I was able to talk through it and then pray through it. And what Galen just said is, you know, you're keeping focus of your dreams. I'm going to challenge that. Dreams are a hope and a wish. I mean, that's the definition of a dream by Webster's, not by Janae. But a destiny is a predetermined course of events. And so if we think about the fact that God has gone before us, he's already laid out. I mean, this is Ephesians 2.10, I think, um, that he, we are created for good works that he prepared in advance for us to do. So if we know that, then why are we afraid to step into it? I'm curious, Galen. Um, sometimes I think it's confident in self. Why am I important? Why, why me? Um, and we talked about Cheryl and her two cans of corn and she does a really good job in episode one of describing that having that faith, taking that next step, rubbing the cans of corn together. And she's, she's very funny, but it, it just doesn't happen in our time. And she speaks to a mission and a plan that she had and people laughed. Who's been laughed at? I've been laughed at. I've been laughed. I I will be laughed at today when I pick up the pink bus, by the way, I'm sure. And that's okay. It's not for anyone else to judge. It is your destiny. It is your dream that's put on your heart and you having faith and walking it out. And so while God has walked before us, it's important to plan. Bible has lots of words about planning and preparing and 
Cheryl had some really great examples of how she consistently leaned in, planned for that success, just like you have with 50 states in 30 days. Mm -hmm. Like you've been talking about that for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. And it's coming. (laughs) It's coming. But I think that message of delay is not denial is very important because staying consistent, adjusting your plan as needed, but having that plan and taking those steps, you'll build that confidence and things will start to come to fruition. Yeah. And the clearer you get, and I, I'm using the proverbial you, I don't mean like you, Galen, or you, whoever you are listening, but the clearer we all get on our purpose and our mission and what we are created to do, the stronger we get. And guess what? The stronger we get, the more we are probably going to separate ourselves from other people. And that's the side of things that we don't talk about. Um, I am putting myself out there. I've been doing that for a long time, but not to this level. And the reason that I am doing that to this level is because how can I encourage others to be authentic if I'm not willing to be authentic myself. Galen, your thoughts on that? I'm super proud of you. Um, We all have our own journey of being authentic and being vulnerable. For some people, it's only with a counselor or with their spouse or with their kids. Um, But we all have stuff. And you've taken all the experiences that you've been given by God and come through at the various times of your life. And you are vulnerably and openly sharing on TV, on YouTube, on social media, in those spaces to help to normalize it for everyone so that we have a place where we can be seen, whether it's, again, in our, in our social group, with our friend group, whether it's in the app or on social media, like, You can find a place to get more brave, to be brave, and to be spurred on. So I just want to thank you for being open and vulnerable with the world about all the things that you've walked through. I know it has to be hard. Um, Do you want to speak to any of the hard of being vulnerable on camera? So at one of my retreats, we joked that you share all this stuff. And you can kind of have a shame over, similar to a hangover, but it's a shame over because we feel bad for sharing all the stuff. Like now, what are people going to think? But because my mission, my personal reason, I believe God has put me on this earth is to normalize and get us talking about what's really going on. And that makes people uncomfortable. And You know, I will just tell you that for me, it's not comfortable to share always, but this world is not about me. And if one person can be touched and we just want to speak to um, someone out there who you think you're all alone, you think you're the only one, you look around and you see everyone else and it may seem like their lives are perfect. There was actually a time that, um, and still now sometimes, I just can't be on social media. I choose not to be 
because it just messes with my head. And it's nothing that anyone else is doing. It's just, you know, when I see all these people playing and fun, and especially last year, last year I was going through the hardest year of my life. And why and what was going on, none of that matters. What does matter is that I felt so alone. And I don't want anyone else, we don't want anyone else to feel that way, which is why we've invested in this app to be a brave, supportive community uh, of women cheering one another on, no judgment. And um, I realize that as I am leading the charge and now the show is rolling out, um, the vehicle is hitting the streets, I know that as a leader of this movement, probably women and girls are not going to be braver and more authentic than I'm willing to be. And so um, that is why today, I just want to um, reveal, those of you who are listening and watching, y'all are going to be the first to hear it and see it. Um, I'm not perfect. And the fact that people think I'm perfect, it, it puts this level of a standard that for me is so much pressure. Galen, can you speak to that? I can. When People put you on a pedestal. I can only imagine the pedestal that I've seen others put you on. Um, I've spent a lot of years being the first one to kick over the pedestal because I know that that's not where I deserve to be. And I hate to be there because I feel that pressure. And I will do anything to kick over that stand. Um, so some of the things that you're sharing, again, you're showing that just don't judge a book by its cover. You see, what, what do you see when you look at Janae? What do you see when you look at me? What do you see in yourself? Or what do you judge in yourself or compare in yourself? The whole beauty of this is we've had some really hard experiences and we've been missioned to share them, to neutralize them so that we can see that we all have this stuff. So whether it's an app, whether it's an event, whether it's podcast, whether it's television, we're here for y'all. Um, I think I answered your question, Jay. Um, but it's a challenge sharing anything close to your heart that's going to shine a different light. While I don't want to be on a pedestal, I also don't want some of the other lights that get shown when someone speaks louder than you about yourself. Yeah. So. And I would just say, so as we are leaning into authenticity and vulnerability, um, we talked about confidence earlier today. And for us, and this is just simply what is working for us, and I'm saying us because Galen just referenced it too, but that is my faith and hope in Christ. And so for me, when I am anchored on that, then really what everyone else thinks doesn't matter. Because if even one person can view life differently, I mean, we talk about with this community coming together, women who want to take action and create change, but the change starts within us. 
And I have found that like if one person can be helped, um, can find comfort or hope in anything we've gone through, then it's worth it. And um, so today, I just want to lead this movement as we are launching, not just taking off the mask, but in my case, it is taking off the hair. And I hadn't planned on doing this. Um, I mentioned that last year was the roughest year of my life and I lost some of my hair and I had a family member going through cancer and I went to a wig store with her and I just saw the difference that a wig made for her. And so I tried one myself and loved it. <laughs> and maybe you're like me and you've had some hair loss. And I think, you know, eyelash extensions, hair extensions, nails, all those things are acceptable. But you think about a wig. <gasps> and for me, it, it's now like my favorite necessary. I say necessary because it's what works for me. And gals, that's what this platform is about. It's about finding what works for each of us, sharing those tools, those resources. Um, I hope you don't judge me, but if you do, that's not my problem because <laughs> I'm comfortable with who I am and what I'm doing, hair or no hair. Um, and Galen, thank you for helping me have the courage to come out of the wig closet. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing. Um, <clears throat> as Janae said, she didn't prepare to do this. I wasn't prepared for her to do this. Um, often unscripted, unfinished, but I think I really appreciate your vulnerability around it. <clears throat> um, I see you and I get to see you with, without the wig all the time. And you're beautiful exactly as you are. But one of the biggest things I want to say to everyone out there, it does not matter if I think Jay looks better in her wig or not, or if she should shave her head or whatever that looks like, because we see all of you. And if you are empowered by having a shaved head, if you are empowered by putting on a wig, if you're empowered by putting on a hat, we see you and what's right for you may not be right for someone else. And what's right for Janae, I, I see her light up and glow with a wig on, just like my daughter did when she was little and I would put a big old hair bow on her. She felt like a new human. So I just encourage you to, to step in and stand in who you are and whatever that is and know that some people might have negative things to say. That's okay. It's none of your business. How do you walk out? your confidence in who you are. Jay, thank you for taking off your wig, for showing others the other side of you. Again, it's beautiful, but I'm grateful that you have something that you can go to, like that your favorite little black dress that you can put on and be ready to go and feel like amazing. So how do you feel right now? I know I just talked a lot. <laughs> I want to give you a minute. Just set in that. 
And if you're only listening to this, you got to find the YouTube Janae Hill because you're going to want to see Hill without hair um, or without the wig, I should say, because I still do have hair. Mm. Um, but really, this is what this brand is about. We are being brave. We are being vulnerable. We are standing together, cheering one another on. And if that resonates with you, find us, theunbroken.org. And if you don't know who you are, that was me for a long time. Um, we are working on some resources to help you. And then also with this pink bus, you're going to be able to do some lunch and learns where we drive around and figure it out together. Um, you're going to love it. So we are grateful for each of you who are listening today. Um, for those of you who see me daily personally, we can talk about the wig. Like, <laughs> I, you know, sometimes when people have shared, you don't know, do I bring it up again? Do I not? I They are so fun for me. And I mean, I've even let some of my nieces try them on. So I think the more we can normalize whatever it is that we're struggling with, just know you're not alone. And truly, we can do life better together. If you like what you're hearing, please share this with a friend and follow me at Real Janae Hill on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.